You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves in the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Each week, Roger is joined by Joe and Vince. Welcome to For the Lord. This is Roger coming to you on Monday, the 17th, no, the 19th of September. And we are in week two of No Vance because he's doing his big move over to move in with his girlfriend. So we are. He's cooking. He's fucking cooking right now. Is he? It's about time she puts him to work. There's a picture of him being all domesticated and shit. (laughs) So that's fine because we upgraded. (laughs) We definitely did. We brought Sushi Geisha back. We had her on the show once before. And I figured that with the Tokyo Game Show last weekend, I honestly could not think of someone perfect, more perfect, I should say, to come on. So, Sushi, welcome to the show again. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, no, I know I'm no events, uh, but I'll do my best. Oh, like you said, this, this is, is an upgrade. If you can cover weird, strange Japanese shit like that I, we, Roger and I can't possibly understand, you're good. You're golden. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we start in with the actual Tokyo Game Show, though, just so that we can put it at the front of the show as well as at the end, tell us about your podcasts. Plural. Oh, okay, sure. Um, I have two podcasts that I'm the co-host of. Um, one is Heroines of the Cherry Blossom with Pizza Maid. Um, we do Atome games. Lately, we've kind of... You're doing a lot touched- more now. Yeah, we kind of touched on a lot of various things. We're not just playing those, but um, we are on um, iTunes, Stitcher, all the usual places. Um, I also do one with a friend of mine, um, Smashy, which is called The Chronicles of Nanako, and it simply focuses on JRPGs um, and anime uh, weird shit. So um, we are on SoundCloud, not on iTunes yet. So, um, but yeah, you can find me um, on Twitter at Sushi Geisha, and I have info to both of those if you're interested. There you go. And both of them are very good, especially if you're into any kind of otome or chicks getting hot about animated boys. Those are your podcasts. <laughs> or games that are going to make Roger really uncomfortable and question life choices. There's that as well. Per- the perfect for that. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Okay. We got a ton of that shit going on at Tokyo Game Show, let me tell you. <laughs> also, you realize something when you are watching trailer after trailer after trailer. Japanese people must love to fucking scream. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, every trailer there's an anime boy or girl who's screaming their lungs out. They're they're very emotional. Their 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 words have power. So. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? Yeah. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> I need to try that out for size because it's it seems like a ton of fun. Maybe hard on mics, but otherwise, ton of fun. They also really like taking pictures, or so I learned this week with my Japanese clients. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, that stereotype was pretty much done for. Everybody don't, likes taking pictures. Here. It's the like middle of the meeting and they're like, we stopped in the middle of the meeting and I'm sitting there and they're like, it'll, they're getting up and I'm like, what are we doing? They're like, we have to take a picture now. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> we're, we're not done. Like, I don't know. Just cause, okay. Sure. Why not? It was the weirdest goddamn thing. There might so be like, a Pokemon in your office. They <laughs> just want to see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. The Tokyo game show had a 
Joe was saying too earlier, we were talking on AIM, a ton of VR stuff, and you can really see how they are ramping up for it, and I could not be any happier about that. But there was also a bunch of other show, uh, other games as well that were, were featured, and uh, weird-ass devices and shit. Did you say the freaking kind of anatomically correct doll that they had with the VR system too that allowed you to grope her? Considering I've seen a video a video game console in an arcade where there was a human anus that you stuck a finger into to, as the controller in Japan, I'm not surprised at this point. Okay. That's a new one. I've talked about this on the show before. No, you have not. I would remember that. Oh, bullshit! What is it? Out. Like colon racer? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's 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 a, it's a game about punishing people. That's how they punish people. Is like you poke them in the ass. I don't get it, but apparently that's really really bad in Japanese culture. That's hysterical. That is hysterical. Well, I'm gonna find a picture of it while we're talking. Oh well, apparently the doll there was got groped enough that the sensors started malfunctioning in certain spots on the body as well. I was like, oh, you people. God, I love you. <laughs> Now the big one, the big presence here was Sony because it didn't get any micro or yeah any Microsoft or Nintendo, but Sony had a fairly large presence. There was a big conference that they did beforehand, and the um, the majority of it was again VR, but they also touched on some of their other games that they're excited for as well too. Now the will you stop fucking messaging me? <laughs> No, like I really am going to pause here and look at an anus game. No, it's not going to happen. For fuck's sakes, dude. (laughs) This is what I have to put up with people. Seriously. Vince isn't here. I have to bring the weird. All right. Anyways, (laughs) let's start off with Persona 5 because there was a lot more Persona news. And Sushi, you've been following this quite a bit, right? Yes, up until a few days ago when I disappeared from the internet when it came out in Japan. So, And now you don't want any of the spoilers. Yeah, I'm like, normally I'm, I don't really care about spoilers, but I don't know, it's Persona, so I'm, I'm avoiding them like the plague. Okay. I honestly, I didn't watch much of the Persona 5 stuff. What did they announce this weekend? If anything. Um, just, just more hype of it. Okay. Um, you know, it comes out February 14th here, um, and it was released this past week in Japan. And the funny thing about spoilers, real quick, is they actually, Atlas, put up a warning about spoilers to not spoil it for other people. Um, I was talking with a friend on Twitter about this who is actually playing the Japanese version, and we're kind of hoping that they kind of move towards like a Final Fantasy and maybe other. Uh, more popular titles do like a worldwide release date. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just literally, I've had two people uh, make fake accounts on Twitter and tweet things at me and my friends. Spoilers. Really? At the end of the game. Like it's crazy. It's ridiculous. That is, that's really not cool. No. <laughs> wow. Like Those are not friends spoilers. here. <laughs> like really bad. And I saw it and I was pissed. <laughs> wow. Those are jerks. Even I wouldn't fucking do that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and Roger, you can be pretty much of a big I, I can dick, be a dick most of the time. I can. <laughs> it's just I don't give a rat's ass. Uh, so it's coming out when? In February, right, for us? Yeah, February 14th, Valentine's Day. So um, I'll be fighting over the TV Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> Day. <laughs> well, you could just do the, the streaming to your your Vita as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I could, but no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's persona. The that was one of the things that I was disappointed, and I'm sure a lot of other people were as well, was that there was no Vita two announcement. Because yeah, that was something that they'd hyped a lot might be happening kind of thing, and then pff, all we got is new colors. Yeah, I know with the delay of it, a lot of people were really hoping that the delay was due to a Vita release. I mean, Persona 4 Golden is probably the biggest known Persona game and the most well done, probably polished one of all of them. And it was on the Vita. Um, a lot of people say that that is the reason you buy a Vita. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so it was a big letdown. I really love my handhelds and I really love Persona on my handhelds. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to go back to the big screen. It's weird because again I I love my Vita as well. However, looking at the decisions that they're making now say with the Pro and whatnot and looking at how the Vita has been handled as well, I'm I'm curious if a Vita 2 or whatever they want to call it would be something that they would be willing at this point to venture into simply because again they're they're looking much more now at bottom line versus long term benefits kind of thing. So I don't know whether it's something that they would consider and where we're at right now, they would have to make some pretty significant changes to the device as a whole to make it something that is much more palatable to to everyone as well. So if it comes out at all, which I'm I'm leaning towards probably not, but if it does, yeah. if they want it to do well, there's a lot of work that has to be done. It's it's kind of interesting because this is something that um, Sabella, my uh, my SO and I we've we've discussed with a lot of some studios are keeping the Vita alive, um, like Exceed, um, Atlas with random stuff, and Falcom has just you know they have um, Trails of Cold Steel too, and um, that just came out that's doing great on the Vita. Um, unfortunately, Trails. Um, and the sky, the third one is coming to Steam only. But I'm just curious to see if the numbers have increased with these, what I would consider in air quotes, smaller studios, um, still continuing to support the system um, and maybe not the AAA titles. Um, and I don't even know, I don't know enough, I don't pay attention to all this stuff, but even the whole push to cell phone, um, mobile gaming and things like that, um, I know personally I would love to see a Vita 2 and love to see more titles of all kinds on it. But right now it's my total anime bullshit handheld device and I love it. If I want to, Roger, you're going to get mad. If I want to rub the screen (laughs) to make my girls naked to upgrade my cards so I can play better, I can do that, you know. Or if I want to take a serious Final Fantasy Tactics game, and I can do that too. So it would be great if they did something, another handheld, but I just don't know if they would ever... It would have to be totally different, and I don't know if they're going to invest. They've totally sold the Vita. Like, Well, we don't have to look any further than certain titles that... Well, I keep going back to Gravity Rush, which Mm -hmm. was the standout title for the Vita initially, and a lot of people still look to it as one of the best ones for the the console as a whole. I know I do. Mm -hmm. And yet, Gravity Rush 2, I haven't heard mention that it's coming on Vita. All they ever talk about is PS4. So unless it came out that it will be and I missed it, but that's that's a, a huge misstep there when you start 
leaving the titles that started off on the goddamn device, leave the, the sequels out. It doesn't bode well again for it. Yeah, and I think I think they're everything seems like they're going to be shifting more towards just their console, like their home consoles, mm-hmm. more and more and more. Especially with the now, as we've we've discovered, where they want to do them more like cell phones. Like I, I, I think the Vita's dying, and I think they're not going to do anything to keep it like keep it alive. If once the developers stop, or when the games don't sell, I think it's just going to be one of those handhelds that just kind of fades into antiquity. Sadly. The interesting thing, though, is they keep patching it because hackers keep breaking it. Oh, they have uh, to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it's hilarious that they don't want to put stuff out on it. But they'll sure as hell, every time I turn it on, I got to update it. It's just like my PS4. Well, that I can actually that I understand because working in a software company, even if you don't want to support the device, if they're active and it's connected to your network in any way, shape or form, that could potentially offer an exploit, you have to. So they're sort of obligated to do that, which is interesting to me. Mm. Yeah. The, um, you were mentioning the, uh, you, you use it as your, your anime bullshit gaming device kind of thing. And what's funny is that we got to see a bunch of similar type games now, but on the VR. And I don't know if you're excited about this. I know Joe's only like me. I'm, freaking batshit crazy about this shit but we got to see some things that were a little bit more unique with what they're planning with vr some of the 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 titles including some of the things that would qualify kind of like a, a, a visual novel as well some of the ones that i saw even were in black and white and it it kind of made me think of the star trek voyager holodeck things where they do the old old style uh, adventures on the holodeck kind of thing that are black and white. Mm-hmm. And it'd be the same kind of thing. You go in and you're in this black and white manga kind of thing. And I thought, oh, that is fucking awesome. Like, I know that right now they were saying too, some of those are, are more proof of concept or quote unquote experiences, but it shows what they're working towards. And the fact that they're being original with it to the point of keeping that black and white motif to the mangas and stuff. Oh God, I cannot wait to try that shit out. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't really, um, Sab's more into the VR stuff. I'm kind of, I'll see how it comes out. Like, um, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it and then, then I'll invest in it. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) as far as I know, I mean, personally, like, just to be honest, I think porn is what's going to make it big. And then it'll go from there. I mean, I don't know if it will, because like there are some apparently porn apps for like the, I think the vibe and the, the rift, um, well, the, the PSVR isn't out yet. And I don't know how they would do that with the PSVR because it sure shit ain't going to be released on PSN. So you'd have to have some way to hack it into your PC to make it work kind of thing. But it doesn't matter. And like from what I've seen the other ones, I haven't read anything that's like that's all they're talking about. It's just one of those things that gets brought up every once in a while that you can. But it's been all of these other things that I keep reading tons of news about that are not porn related so it might be the one subsection of the internet that's not just driven by porn just give it time i'm I'm gonna go ahead and and burst your bubble on that one because like sites like youporn and pornhub have already put a massive amount of uh money behind like apps and distribution 
to uh, VR devices, specifically with POV porn. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be. Oh, a thing it's that definitely coming. But what I'm saying is that when you're, it's looking, already there. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> yes, but it's nowhere near. There's nowhere near as much of that being the central focus as like when you're looking at like there's a ton of freaking stuff coming out for the VRs now. That's like I think I think it's just because you pay attention to different parts of the internet, Roger. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think I'm all right here. Okay. All right. Anyways, <laughs> all I know is that as interesting as it sounds, <laughs> in the back of my brain, all I'd be thinking is someone would walk in on me and I would not fucking hear or see anything. It's like, nope, nope, can't. Not, not going to do that. <laughs> you like that scene in Penny Dreadful where she's like getting it on with the demon. Like the mother just walks in just like there's nothing there. She's like dry hump in the air and then she falls over dead. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, no. I, I no. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> we, we Way to go, though, Sushi. You know, not even 15 minutes in. <laughs> steered us right towards Japanese porn. It's, uh-huh. it's the least it's, I can do. Yes. It's a really, it's a short swerve, Roger. Let's be honest. It's like right there. All right, let's move on to Final Fantasy 15. Also again, Sushi, how excited are you for this game? I am so flipping excited. It's really? outrageous. And what I wanted to talk about was how it changed. Like, I first picked up the demo forever ago it feels like and I dug the story and I know a lot of people you know call it like a K-pop boy band out for camping and I I, I went with that because you know me I'm I'm cool with that and um, but then they started they released the movie Kingsclave and then they've been releasing the anime shorts before it and I am so emotionally invested in this game and it hasn't even come out it's insane um, I will say hype. that I actually was not like at all. And the trailers did not make much sense beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched the Kingsley movie yet. You really should. If if um, a good review I saw, and this is that if you're going to play Final Fantasy 15, you should watch Kingsclave. It tells you the atmosphere, the story, everything, the emotions. But if you're not going to play Final Fantasy 15, eh, it's a decent you know, action movie, if you like Final Fantasy. Um, but if you plan on playing Final Fantasy fifteen, you need to see the movie, and I highly recommend the anime. And apparently the, the game takes place over 10 years. So the Noctis that we have seen and his little, you know, groupies there, they're not the same at different parts of the game. So I've seen a scruffy version of Noctis where he's like 30 years old and... And um, he looks very, very different, you know, than the 20-year-old that we saw. Um, Luna, the female lead for Best I Know right now, is an amazing character. She is tough as shit, and I love her. Um, and all this is just by watching, like, five animes and a movie. Like, it, it's, it really just blew my mind how fast I got on the hype train for the actual story um, and characters behind it without even picking up the game yet. Well, the the trailer that they put out during this showed a lot more in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, even with me not having seen the anime or the movie, suddenly I watched this trailer and went, oh, mm-hmm. okay, now I know what the fucking story is about. And actually, sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So there were, it, it, 
I feel it took way too long till we got to that point where you could turn over like, sure, you're going to have your diehard Final Fantasy fans that are going to buy into it just because it's pretty and the combat looks fun and there's spiky anime hair. But people like myself are going to be like, meh, not really digging it. I'm probably not going to play it. And then I see this trailer and I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually not a bad story. It's got some cliches to be expected, but I like this idea that they're presenting as well. And especially we got a lot more depth in terms of the relationship between the father and the son. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, even though it wasn't all encompassing, we didn't get the full story. We still got enough that I was like, okay, I'm kind of curious now. I would like to see what happened what beforehand to get more of that relationship between the two when they are together and then afterwards as well and what the son does with that. So, yeah, there were a lot of parts that I really was quite digging. And, and that's a good point. I don't really know why they waited so late to release all this stuff. I mean, it was supposed to come out this month. Um, it's been yeah. pushed back to November 29th. Um, but it it is kind of interesting. Um, and that's a good point I never thought about Um because it would have built it up over the time. But I think maybe they were just going with the hype from it before. Yeah. I don't know. but Yeah, like there's still a lot of it that I'm going, well, that just seems stupid. But now at least there's parts of it that I'm going, yeah, but I would really like to see more about this story kind of thing. And the moment that you get that revelation too about everything that's transpired and who this character is and whatnot, then all of a sudden those relationships with the little boy band mm -hmm. makes more sense and not just makes more sense, but is far more engaging now. Now it's just not just four generic dudes out for a drive and, and in a fucking car that can turn into a jet, by the way. Yeah. Um, but no, there's a reason for these characters. There's a reason why they're together. There's, there's really complex relationships between them as well. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot more things that gave me, and it might be false hope, but a lot more hope in the caliber of the writing than I had before. So that's kind of cool. It, 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 let me put it to you this way. We talked about this game plenty of times on this podcast, and I was Joe and I were in the same boat of, eh, probably not going to play it. I saw this and I thought, probably will play it. Maybe not immediately upon release, but once it goes on sale, I I would actually like to play this and see what it's like. So let's move on to some of the other news that we got there. Uh, just to kind of run through some of the games ever so quickly. If there's some of these that you want to touch on, of course, just holler. There was this Saga Scarlet Grace. It was a rare Vita title that was announced, but it kind of looked like a generic turn-based fighter. So I don't know. Did you see much on that one, Sushi? No, no uh, okay. I, I didn't. Do you know the publisher? No, I don't have it offhand. Okay, that's so. fine. No. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Is it, you mean like, like a 2D fighter? Or? Oh, shit, I don't even recall anymore. I have to find my notes. Okay, fuck it. I didn't think it was that important, so I didn't write okay. a bunch of notes. <laughs> that's fine, it's not, clearly. Uh, it. They touched some more on uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare as well that they're going to be releasing. And they touched some more on the VR aspects of it as well, which are going to allow you to be doing uh, quite a bit of flying around and stuff like that, which from what I saw was freaking cool as shit. Look freaking awesome so that was that was kind of cool they touched on watchdogs 2 we got a little bit more but not a ton more i did you watch that trailer joe 
I did, but it, it's more of the same. Really. Yeah, it, it didn't give us a ton of new information. But at, at this point, really, is there that much new that they can tell us? See, I don't know. I think it's just one of those cases where I think it, the game just has to come out. Yeah. If you if you are a fan of the series, you're going to pick it up. If you're not at this point, I'm not sure anything is going to sway you into picking it up. Uh, so I don't think there is much more. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then they talked about For Honor. What did you think of that? I'm. I think it's an interesting concept. I'm still not sold on the game. Yeah, i I think it's gorgeous. I think that there's a lot of cool stuff about it. Really, really cool stuff. The combat looks cool as hell. Oh yeah. Well, within reason. There were too many times when the AI was being stupid and attacking one at a time. But yeah, apparently that's going to be different depending on the difficulty that you choose, of course. But as cool as it is, it still breaks down to just a a fighter through and through. There's not going to be much story there that I know of. So I know that Vince is more excited for it than we are. Now we did get more on horizon, horizon zero dawn as well. Fuck dude. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is a game I'm still like, I'm excited for. There's nothing that they can do at this point. I believe (laughs) that will prevent me from picking this up day one. It just looks so goddamn good. Like every aspect of it. Plus, we got to see a lot more about the how the world got to that point. Yeah. And that was cool because we hadn't really seen that yet. So it was kind of interesting to see that progression of the, the world going back to a primal state and the plants and kind of taking over. And it didn't really show how it transitioned into the living kind of robots so uh, there's still a lot that we will be able to see when we play it one would assume i'm hoping that wasn't just kind of a a cinematic that they show beforehand and then that's it i'm hoping there's going to be some story elements there but i mean i'll take whatever i can get so one of the things go ahead oh i was gonna ask um if they showed more of the gameplay because i haven't paid attention to that since e3 but i remember watching um, watching at E3, and it hit me after about five minutes that that was actual gameplay, like what we saw. Yeah. Like it was, you know, and it was still going compared to, I think, some other games have been previewed before, and it was just like, you know, um, cinematics. And of course, those better look nice, but I literally would just remember sitting there, like, mouth open, going, I'm watching actual gameplay. Yep. Like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, they did show some more, actually. Most of the stuff that you see when you're watching that game is gameplay footage, mm-hmm. it's not actual cinematics. It just fucking looks that good. Like, when you're seeing that scene of her when she rolls as a child, and then by the time she's done her role, she's an adult woman, kind of thing, that's the cinematic portion and whatnot, but then you look at the moments where she is chasing after and firing at the the, the, the mech robot things, and mm-hmm. it looks just as fucking good. It, it looks just as good. And the footage that we've seen that's in HD quality, too, especially when they release that 4K stuff. Oh, 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 oh my God, is it ever beautiful. Just gorgeous. Well, let's be perfectly honest. In this day and age with the, the technology that we have, the machines that are out there, there's no – there's almost no excuse for games not to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like the powers, the powers there, the times there – uh, the technology has advanced to a point where it's not as prohibitive as it was before. 
I mean, this is what I like to see. Now, the one thing that's getting me about this game, too, is the same thing that got me about Far Cry Primal. And, and you know, I wasn't a big fan of the other Far Cry games, but I loved Primal. And I loved Primal because it was very expressive without using spoken language. And one of the things that I'm getting from everything that they've been showing off for the game is there's they're conveying a story through imagery, through surrounding. You don't necessarily have to have a narrator. You don't have to have the main character. Oh, I found a rock. You know, you don't have to have that. And I like when games do that because it's an underutilized storytelling technique in video games right now. And ones that do do it, don't do it well. And it's something that when you do do it well, it's absolutely powerful and, and just enthralls you with that game. And that's what I'm looking for here. Well, they're showing. They're not telling. That's the beauty exactly. of it. Exactly. And, and you know, it's the old adage, show, don't tell. And they do it very well. I agree. It's to the point where when you see some of the trailers where she actually does speak to somebody. It's it, almost jarring. It right? makes Yeah. And it kind of takes you out of it because you've been enjoying the solidarity of just her on her voyage. But when you do see her talk to someone, it makes sense. It's just... Go talk to the person. You're done. Move on. And she's not monologuing with herself either, which is what you would expect as well. She's just out and doing whatever she needs to do. Now, granted, maybe there already is some of that in the game. We just haven't seen it. But from what we've seen, I agree with you. It's it's exceptionally well done in that regard. Yep. And I, ex- I expect high things. Yeah. Oh, here's hoping. Uh, do you care about this uh, Gundam series 15th anniversary? Did you see that? I like Gundam, but that's about as far as I go. Doing this 15th anniversary thing. I'm really not a Gundam fan, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Vince is just freaking hitting the desk right now. (laughs) And then there was some Kingdom Hearts news as well. Do you actually play that at all, Sushi? No, believe it or not, I do not. That's like right Um, up your alley. I, I... I can't get past Disney. <laughs> I just can't. I fucking hate Disney. I can't get past it. Um, I I know it has Cloud, who is you know everything. Um, but I, yeah, I just can't. I have them. I picked them up. Smashy warned me. He's like, just don't, don't even get started. Like, just you're not gonna get far. If Goofy walks out and he does that laugh, I'm just gonna have to throw it away. So. No, yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I this is uh, the HD 2.8. There was a new trailer. I watched the trailer and just sat there going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> apparently, Joe, Tart, apparently Tart understands what's happening in that game. I don't. Seriously? She saw that and understood. Tart speaks Kingdom Hearts. Man, like she's <laughs> like it made no sense to me at all. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say like a weird really bad phrase but like something that we used to say back in the hood is like cocknut retard strong that's how she is for like you know Kingdom Hearts like that's her jam she will buy a game system specifically for Kingdom Hearts ask me how I know this cuz you bought a system <laughs> cuz she bought a system specifically for <laughs> Kingdom Hearts like she's she's about that game All right we got some more news on Nier Automata as well this is one that I'm assuming sushi this is right up your alley as well yeah, um, I'm kind of new to the the series. Um, I just saw it um, when they announced that it was coming out. Um, I have a kind of circle of persona people on Twitter, and one of them just started flipping out about this game. And it actually takes place in the same universe as the Drakengard series. I'm not sure if you guys have played that. Um, I haven't, no. It's... Nope. I, I played the most recent one. I didn't get very far. It's very action-based. Um, 
very, very bloody. Um, I like the story. It had problems. Like, it wasn't perfect, but um, I, I dug it. And um, Nier is kind of has a very downer kind of story and um, a female lead and a large weapon. So I'm really <laughs> excited about it. Um, it's action RPG, um, which uh, I'm not the best at those, but I have to be um, because that seems where a lot of JRPGs are. Yeah going right now um so um yeah i don't know when it comes out or anything but it just really caught my eye i'm really looking forward to it i think it's for um playstation 4 yeah ps4 and it's coming out the uh february 2nd oh wow okay so they had another trailer but of course it was in japanese i didn't find an english one and the trailer (laughs) even then was damn near impossible to know what the fuck was going on again so but they did have a live stream for where they talked to the devs as well about it but once again it was in japanese so it was kind of hard to figure out what was being said i know that that's a title that uh, vince is excited for as well i uh eh, we'll see <laughs> i really liked the first year i really did i thought it was fantastic yeah I it, was, it was i heard it kind of ended kind of sad yes it, okay. that's all right it was it was very it was very neo noari is the best way that i can really put it like it it really played like a Neo Tokyo noir anime and it was really well done. And I thought it was a great game. And that's why I'm really excited for this one because I like to see what else they're going to do with it because I don't know anybody that played it besides like me and, and Tart. So was was it it out on what the the PlayStation? PlayStation, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can pick it up now for like 10 bucks. Like it's, it's worth playing if you have like a PS3 and some time. Like the combat system takes a little bit of getting used to, uh, and it looks like they refined that for uh, the the new one quite a bit. Like from what I'm seeing, at least, combat doesn't look nearly as janky. Um, but yeah, the story in it, the the animation in it, the, the how the world is set up, the overworld, everything is gorgeous. Like especially for even a PS3 game, well worth playing. Oh, there was a lot of PS3 games that were still great too. And oh yeah. Well, so that's yeah. I got a freaking hard drive full of games on mine. My PS3 is still hooked up. So yeah, yeah, no, that's I've just been yelled at to rehook up our PS3. Wow, so yeah. Fuck. Again, any <laughs> console that brought out Nino Kuni deserves um, to be plugged yeah. in forever. <laughs> what was that, Sushi? I said yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um so. we still have ours plugged in. Yeah, definitely. Uh what about uh Danganronpa? Either of you interested in that? Because they I, had quite a bit I of news on I loved the that. first one. Um and um I haven't played anything beyond that unfortunately yeah so they talked about that the third one that's going to be coming out there's a dragon quest final fantasy thing i had a fucking idea what it was about (laughs) seriously i was like i'm watching this i'm going god some english at least we need a translator here (laughs) some japanese games are really weird well there's that as well japanese games when they cross pollinate get even weirder like we've learned this over the years this is just a thing that happens and then, Joe, you're excited about this Neo game as well. Dude, Neo looks really, really, really awesome. Uh, so it's a – we've talked about it before. It's a historical yeah. fantasy action role-playing video game from Team Ninja. Yes. Um, and it's done in the beginning of the Edo period in Japan in the 16, uh, 1600s. Um, I This is like Dark Souls with like the Japanese sort of flair to it. Yeah. 
and I'm 100% on board. I'm looking at the new trailer for it, looking at the gameplay footage that I'm seeing from it. Combat looks even better than Dark Souls, which, again... Even better? I would say significantly yes. better than Dark Souls. I, as somebody who's just played through Dark Souls 3 multiple times, it looks like it's... I wouldn't say significantly better, maybe significantly better than previous titles, but it looks like it's a, a bump up from 3. The controls look really, really tight. Uh, and there was just they just had a beta demo of it as well, which apparently just ended and people have been going absolutely crazy about it. Um, the only thing is they have some takeaways is they're going to be we've we learned um, that they're going to be doing a couple things they are going to be working on fine tuning game balance and pace, which. OK, we know that's going to happen. Uh, they're going to be adjusting some of the RPG elements. Uh, such as player growth and armor parameters. They're really kind of looking at that and seeing what they can do to make it more meaningful. And they're looking to clean up the interface a little bit more. Like the interface right now is a little sparse. It's a, it's a little Spartan, very, very Dark Soulsy, uh, but they want to make it a little more intuitive. So I'm, I'm absolutely all about this. I'm buying this game. Like there's no doubt in my mind. Who's, who's the publisher? Team Ninja. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. The more I'm seeing about it, the more I'm interested. But again, it's certainly not going to be a title that I pick up day one. But once it's on sale kind of thing, then, yeah, I'll pick it up to play it. But not immediately. But it is, it is freaking gorgeous. I love the aesthetics. And the um, I feel just from what I've seen that it certainly looks like it handles a damn sight better than Dark Souls 3. So that's good. Because I was not a fan of how Dark Souls 3 handled Dark Souls 3 was a little took a little bit getting used to. Um, they changed a bunch of with the targeting with it, so I'll give you that. I will definitely give you that. Um, that this though, like the aesthetic is what's killing me. Like I need to play this game because of it. The demons, the spell effects. Oh. And then we got some more on uh, the Resident Evil stuff as well, both the regular game as well as the 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 VR stuff for it too. I was really so we got Resident Evil 7 Biohazard tape to the bakers and it's giving you some more background information on this house uh, that in the first one we where they did the demo and you went through you were looking at basically paranormal investigators coming through this house looking at stuff that happened years after things that have occurred. This is showing more the things that occurred the kidnapping of people the murdering of them the sitting them down for a family dinner while they're dead you know stuff like that like there's a bunch of weird twisted fucked up things that are happening in this and this is what resident evil needed to go back to there's genuine terror to be had here there's and it's not just like jump scares yes there are some of them there's a leather face type guy that crashes through a wall he kool-aid style with like a sickle uh or axe or something i think it's the axe from the tape one if i want to if i'm guessing right but it just looks absolutely fucking terrifying and that's what we've been missing in survival horror games of any type for the longest time genuine horror survival aspects okay great fine fine ammo like this looks like it's going to be a lot more terror a lot more fleeing for your life and a lot less standing and fighting and i'm all for that i honestly am the meal yeah, at that table? Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> but don't don't hey, don't spur mama's cooking. You're gonna get a knife through the throat, you spur mama's cooking. Um, I know Sab so Sab played PT. Um I'm I'm not good with horror at all, but I really enjoy watching them. 
and um, the games. And so he played through PT a few times. We downloaded the Resident Evil trailer, and I was thoroughly blown away. Like, um, it just, it was totally creepy, fucked up, demented. Um, and it was, like you said, it wasn't just like run around and try and find, you know, your next, you know, set of ammo or your next weapon. It was, you know, you're dazed, you're confused, you're trying to figure out what's going on and how to get out at the same time. And there's all this creepy ass shit going on around and I loved it. So I'm excited to see I haven't checked anything from the um, Tokyo Game Show on it, but I'm excited to see what happens with that title. See, that's one of the ones that I'm I'm looking forward to doing the VR stuff. They they did some work on the VR and they fixed some of the camera issues apparently that the, it was having kind of thing that was making people a little nauseous. So they did some, but apparently there's still more work to be done on it. But if they can really nail down the VR on that, I oh my god, that's the kind of shit that I cannot fuck fuck porn. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> this horror shit. That's what I want in fucking VR. I want to be on the couch screaming like a little girl. <laughs> It'll be a blast. And then speaking of VR, we did get a couple of other VR titles that they talked about briefly here too. They went back to that Summer Lessons game. Oh man, that looks skeevy. That just... <laughs> That's the one where you're the like the, the professor or the, the tutor or whatever, tutoring these young Japanese girls and it just is so freaking creepy it's unbelievable <laughs> but they also had another one not a game but a it's called anywhere VR where you could just plop yourself down in different locales and just relax and you can it, you can sync your phone with it so your phone appears in that world so you can be on the beach and looking at your phone and just kind of relaxing while you're texting or whatever that's fucking awesome <laughs> that is cool as shit too uh, what else? They also talked a lot about this Grand Blue Fantasy Project RE Link because fucking title has to be like three lines long here. But it's a, an ARPG. It's not coming out until like 2018. But did you, either of you watch that footage? No, I missed that one. No. It looks awesome. Like seriously impressive. They've got a long way to go still before it comes out, but holy shit, did it ever look good. Definitely check it out if you can find it online. You should be able to find videos of the uh, the footage from uh, Tokyo Game Show, but holy crap, it looked freaking awesome. I was very impressed. And then we got some more on Death Stranding as well. Well, kind of. We kind got some of, more not cryptic too much, but, shit because yeah. I'm pretty sure Kojima is lost his goddamn mind and i'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing that's assuming he had one before i'm sure he did he had something somewhere or he had somebody that was acting like it so we know precious little about this uh, previously aside from norman reedus and his norman fetus um <laughs> but death stranding apparently is going to be an action game which is weird to me uh and apparently players are going to interact with each other there's going to be an open world setting that also has a multiplayer component, although they're not really sure how that's going to work out yet. Uh, it's more that Kojima basically said it's an action game and action games have co-op and and stuff like that. So we're going to have multiplayer. OK, and then we have some uh, weird things where 
we're starting to get ideas of how everything is connected and what Death Stranding actually means. And apparently there are millions of hidden elements from the trailers, the logos, and everything else that uh, basically show up that, that kind of link things together. Like, did you know that the drops on the actual logo are chords from, like, music? I didn't. No. Apparently that's a thing. I don't understand what he's doing with this game. I don't understand where he's going. I hope it's one giant mindfuck, but yeah. Do you I don't know, know that um, you can apply to be, uh, you can try out to be the female lead? They haven't casted her yet and they're they're opening it up. There's, <laughs> you go. You There's your opportunity, Sushi. Right. Do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's I okay. fucking double dog no, dare I, you. I have high hopes for this game, but I am like, in the same boat. I don't know what is going on with it. Um, I trust in Kojima, though. Um, <laughs> right now. Um, uh, I, so, you know, I, I'm just going to hope that he knows what he's doing. I'm going to trust in him and hope for the best. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting one to kind of watch as it develops. Oh, interesting, definitely. Whether it's going to be worth playing, yeesh, I don't know. Hey, we'll see. Well, I mean, Vince is going to play it, so oh, I mean, definitely. We, we're we're just going to go ahead and just wait for him to guinea pig it for us. I mean, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, Gravity Rush two footage? Either of you? No, I did not. Now, no. Did you actually, Sushi? Did you play Gravity Rush on the Vita? No. Oh, no. Jesus, how could you not? It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Hell, it was even free one month on PS Plus. Yeah. No, I know it's a great game. I just um. It's awesome. I love it. I just haven't checked it out yet. So they were talking to us. There's going to be a couple of different modes that are going to be brought in as well that you can switch between stuff for getting harder. And it showed, again, the same kind of um, comic book format storytelling as well interspersed with the questing and whatnot. So they're sticking through to with the elements that worked very well for the first one. So that's kind of cool. We got some more on Farpoint as well the VR one where you're kind of like on what appears to be a Mars planet kind of thing and fighting massive fucking spiders. That was one of the big ones for VR during the weekend too, that people were really impressed with. So that's kind of cool. That It looks very, very cool. And we're not going to talk about it much because nobody's really as excited with the Yakuza six, but in mini games that that was their big announcement. Mini games. One of them is taking care of a baby. I don't know if you saw this, that seems legit. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. And then this weird sleazy video challenge with chicks and underwater fishing. I was like, oh, Japan. <laughs> Don't ever change. <laughs> okay. Did either of you watch the Little Nightmares trailer? No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Joe, you oh, have wait, to. No, no, yes. Yeah, oh, God. I saw something of it. It is fucking awesome. It's this... It's a platformer, and you're this weird little, you almost look like a little garden gnome kind of thing, and it's got this really cool style as well, but it is creepy as shit, and it showed you trying to navigate through this house, and you're kind of going through the kitchen, and there's this kind of weird ogre-looking big chef that's chasing after you, and it's just, again, creepy as hell, but clever like it's almost like that wallace and gromit style too right like not quite i didn't see it quite as claymation style 
Or, or like Coraline almost, right? Maybe a little bit more Coraline, yeah. Yeah, but, but it reminds me of that style. I I loved the platforming, like when the little thing there, when you go into the room and you have to make the sausage to be able to jump onto it to swing across mm-hmm. into the next room. It's got, again, very clever puzzles that you're going to need to figure out. I thought it was freaking cool as shit. And the, the atmosphere and the sound and the music kind of thing really put you in that mindset as well, which was cool. Yeah, like I saw that. I remember hearing about this a while ago, but like that there was going to be like this weird, almost like screwed up version of a child's story. Yeah. But like this, this was, this was impressive so far just from, and this was gameplay we saw too. Yes. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't cutscenes. It oh, wasn't it like was a demo loop. It was actual gameplay and it is absolutely gorgeous. Oh man. Yeah. This is going to be one that I do play. And yeah. it is creepy as shit. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm really looking forward to playing it. Hell yeah. Did either of you see the uh, great Ace Attorney two trailer? It was all in in Japanese, but it's going to be. I didn't realize there was one of these, but it only came out in Japan. That's why it's it's basically it's an ancestor of Phoenix Wrights, and it's the the first one was Great Ace Attorney. Takes place in the nineteenth century, and he teams up with Sherlock Holmes. And I was going, "Fuck! Can you bring that to North America, please?" And now there's a Great Ace Attorney two, which looks just as goddamn awesome. And I was like, "Come on." I need to learn Japanese, seriously, because some of these titles that aren't coming here, I really want to play them. And then there was some more on the next uh, Valkyria that Mm. looks very cool as well. Yeah, like, dumb question. So that is the same as the other ones, right? Yeah, it's the next one in the line. Yeah. But the gameplay is, like, totally different. Very different. They were saying that, too. Yeah. And, like, so. apparently they did a demo before, and it was pretty shitty, and they revamped it, and this one was a little bit, was better. But um, it's insane. I'm, I'm really looking, I'm looking forward to it. Well, um, from what I read, this was Japan only as well, was it not? So far, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so which far. Which sucks, because it looks awesome. And I like the, again, you're playing with three AI, and then you could switch between the characters mm-hmm. as well on the fly kind of thing, and each has their own abilities and whatnot as well, obviously. But the gameplay looks solid as hell. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that that's one we do get over here. Are you, I remember you talking about Digimon for uh, a long fucking time. Yeah. Is this Digimon World Next Order up your alley as well? From what I've heard, it's shit, so I don't know. Um, I got super excited, really excited when I saw it. I think I screamed. Um, it, I don't know. I'm hesitant. Um, but from what I was reading online, a lot of people are saying it's just not worth it. It's not good. I know it's. it looks different than the Vita one that just came out, Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Um, Is that the one which, that you're playing? Yeah, fucking okay. awesome. Um, I'm on my new game plus. And it's it's Satan. It's crack. It's the greatest thing ever in life. Um, so I was really hoping for something similar. Um, I'm still going to be, be positive. But for what I've seen online, a lot of people are saying it's not it's not as good. OK, now for those of us who have really not played Digimon games, mm-hmm. I've always thought it was just basically a rip off of Pokemon kind of deal. <laughs> so Smashing and I did a podcast for Digimon and. The game came out in February. We beat it in like a month, but we did the podcast psh, 
way months later. I only said Pokemon four times in the podcast, I think. That's impressive. Yeah, right? Um, But no, this one, I mean, it's, it's different. Like, when you make a Digimon, when you evolve it, it's a lot of shit. Um, Pokemon can be difficult, but sometimes it's just you give them a rock and you level them <laughs> and then they evolve. You know, I mean, it can be a bit more complicated, but like your Digimon. Oh, somebody they have is stats, dissing on like, freaking Pokemon here. <laughs> your, your Digimon have like different stats. So they have caps, then you have to lower them, you have to de evolve them, then re evolve them to up certain caps. And it's, it, it's intense. Um, and they all look bad ass. Like they all look like some kind of samurai mixed with a monster at some point, at least in, um, the Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Uh, they, it's just, I want to know if you said Digimon are badass with a straight face because we can't see you. <laughs> Probably not because I get excited talking about Digimon, which is sad being 35 years old. <laughs> Digimon get me to smile. But um, yeah, I, I, I have high hopes for that game, but from what I've read, it's not that great. But I mean, if you like the Pokemon, I would definitely check it. I think, did, I think the Cyber Sleuth game is definitely a one up. It has some amazing JRPG qualities to it side quest a great story like i was playing it and at one point i was like oh my god this story is so fucked up like this could be happening like i could be in a digital world and my body could be somewhere else and it's kind of like freddy you know what happens in your dreams happens in reality so it's like holy shit what happens in the digital world can really happen in reality like it it has a really interesting um story and gameplay and mechanics are great easy to pick up but you're not selling me on it don't do it. Huh? It's probably full price still. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Don't try to sell me on it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just keep an eye out for when it goes on sale and I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mean to me? All right. You also wanted to talk about this Tales of uh, Berseria, Berseria, whatever the fuck it is. Yes. So the Tales series. I'm fairly new. I've only played the last couple of games, Tales of Zillia 2 and Tales of Zestria. Um, and it's a action JRPG. It's the 16th entry in the Tales series. Jesus. Um, yeah, they're huge. They are amazing games. Um, the characters are awesome. Um, you can switch between characters. So um, if you want to play a caster, you can switch over there. Um, they kind of merge abilities at times as well. Um they have skits in between, like, the battles to kind of build um, more bonds between each other and kind of show you a little bit more of the characters. The stories are always really, really good and kind of, at least the ones I've seen, kind of heartwarming in a way. Um, you have physical and magical attacks, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it's They are just really, really awesome, really, really fast-paced um, games. Having not played the other ones, like, is this more... What what kind of game is this? Like what what's the setting and such? Um, you know, I don't know. Okay. Um, because <laughs> I'd heard of the other Tales games, but it I never bothered playing them, but, so I'm not really familiar with the IP at all. From what I understand, is they're all kind of isolated, unless it's like I think Tales of Zillia Two. Oh, so you don't have- even have to have played the other ones? No. 
Not from what I understand. No. I picked up Tales of um, Zestria right off the bat, and I didn't have any problems. Okay. But I, you know, like I said, I'm fairly new. I don't know if, if Joe, if you've played the Tales games or if you know more, no. but... But they're they're really really popular. Um, they're really good JRPG. I don't think they have a lot of anime bullshit in them for you, Roger. So you might be able to get through it. I, I can get know. through them even if they have anime bullshit. <laughs> There's degrees. That's the thing. <laughs> it's it's a really um, good series. I know a lot of um, a lot of JRPGers are really looking forward to that coming out. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm actually I'm, I, I pulled up the trailer for it right now. And it's got very, again, traditional um, Japanese version of fantasy kind of thing mm-hmm. in it. So, and apparently mm-hmm. weird ass chicks with claws for hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And cute, uh, cute anime boys. So we're good. I haven't seen a single cute anime boys, just a whole bunch of nearly naked chicks. So far. That's fine too. I'll take that too. <laughs> oh god, I love you, Sushi. <laughs> what about uh, this uh, Akiba's beat? I thought that was just a kind of a spin-off of the Akiba strip one, wasn't it? It is. It is. It's the third game in the series. Um Now so this I- you would have to try hard to sell me on. Because this is not <laughs> the would. game where you have to strip your characters to beat zombies. No, that was that was the the last one, I think. Um this one is like uh let's see. You wander the streets and question the quirky residents on variety of subjects related to a mystery at hand, and then you go into dungeons. Um, it doesn't sound like there's any clothing removal <laughs> in this one, <laughs> but you never know. It You've was, got your hopes up, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, it was delayed. It was supposed to come out um, 2016 here, um, but it's been pushed back to 2017. So, so I, I was upset about that. Did you played the the other one, the strip one? I didn't finish it, but yeah. Okay, let's be very honest though now. And and don't give me an answer based on what you think I want to hear. What did you actually think of that game? Um, it was fun. It was different. I mean, there just like with anything, even within like kind of anime bullshit games, there's scales, you know. Um it was it was all right. I didn't pick it back up and get very far in it. So I wouldn't say that I was, you know, enamored with it, but it's been a while. Right. So. Okay. Well, this Tales of Berseria, or Berseria, however you pronounce it, is, uh, you're looking at February. Or no, it says early 2017. So, okay. So I'll be able to check it out. Actually, uh, the trailer actually does look fairly interesting. It's not, doesn't appear to have quite as much anime bullshit, but we'll see. <laughs> well, you might like, uh, Tales of Zestria. It's the the one that's well the most recent one. Right. Um that might be more up your alley. I think there's more clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fucking prude. I'm alright with it. There's degrees still. That's the thing. <laughs> Roger needs the differentiation between colors so he can actually make out shapes when he's playing on the games. That's no, all. it's because I don't want to be looking at young women that are being stripped to titillate. No, when I've raised is- young girls, there's a difference when you're a father and you're going like, this is skeevy as shit. 
Tales of Zestria follows two friends, two male friends, and their travels in the world to basically save the world together. Um, they meet a variety of characters who are, one is a knight and she is fully clothed. One is um, a spirit who is a lowly, but she is, she has, she's dressed and she has an umbrella. So, you know, she's, she's very cute. But um, it's, I don't know, they're, I would say they're more, at least Zestria felt more wholesome. Like it was um, a really sweet story. For me. Again, I don't – if it's done properly, I don't care if it's taking chances or whatever. It's it's when it's done improperly, which sadly far too many of these fall under that category. Okay, let's end with uh, The Last Guardian because we got more about it. It also got pushed back and people got to try out some of the playable demo as well, which didn't really impress people as much as a game that's been – pending this fucking long should have some people to the point saying that it almost felt like playing a PS2 title. That's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. Joe, did you watch the uh, gameplay footage for that? I did. What did you think? Or is the sigh uh, enough? The sigh should be enough. Because <laughs> oh. basically all we saw was just some footage of you play as the, the lead character, the boy, and mm-hmm. you're in an abandoned temple with Trico and you're Basically, you're, you're training. Tr- basically, whatever, yeah, yeah. You're, you're working together to train him and how it, how he can work with you and stuff. But then there were a couple of you know, interesting, but I'm like interesting is even a little saying much. Working together, like to open the door and different things like that. But there was certainly nothing that would be like mind blowing and and I'm really not crazy about the art style. I got to tell you. Like it's it is very very outdated and not in a way that's stylish even I found. So here's the weird thing, right? So the art style for those games were kind of born based off of the limitation for the hardware at the yeah. time, right? Yeah. Like the haziness was to buy you time to do draw distance and stuff like that. Um, the satur the oversaturation was to compensate for the lack of color depth or HD quality that you didn't have because. What the PS2 was barely Force 480 or whatever it was. Like, these were all things that weren't style choices for being style choices. They were style choices for technical limitations and to overcome them. And here we're seeing that they're carrying over, but instead of using them like art choices, they're still using them in the same manner. And it's disappointing because we, we talked about this earlier in this podcast. The technology is there. Things have advanced to a point where it's a lot easier to do this stuff. Now, I don't I don't claim to be an expert game developer. I'm not. But I also know that I've seen indie studios with two people produce things that were more polished than what I saw there. So I'm I'm disappointed, to say the very least. Well, graphics wise, I mean, look at some footage from Uncharted 4. Yeah. And then look at this and it's like. Again, this game's been in development forever, forever, and it's not just the way that it looked. I was not impressed with the gameplay. It was like fairly generic gameplay, and what they're doing is they're relying on an emotional response because of Trico and your relationship with him, not because of any grand story elements or whatever. It's so much as we've seen so far, of course, but 
rather, again, just this, oh, here's this giant, cute dog. I love it. And it's like, nope, that's not enough for me. And I, again, the gameplay was just uninspired and clunky, I found. What about you, Sushi? Um, I didn't really... She fucked off. <laughs> Last Guardian, I'm out of here. No. <laughs> She's like, no. giving I... us a finger, walking away, going, nope, nope. No, when I first... I haven't really kept up with it, with it since E3, but at E3, um, you know, just what I saw, I was I was happy for people that have been waiting for this title for years. I mean, I may not be wanting to play it, but, you know, I have heard about it and I know the weight and the hype. And um, then I, I could it just terrified me. Like, I remember watching it. I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to fall. You're going to fall. You're going to fall. Um, so it's unfortunate to hear that it's not what I would hope it would be for those fans that have waited this long. Um, it's definitely not my style of game, but um, I was hoping for the best for it. So that's a little disheartening to hear. Yeah. Okay. Joe, final thoughts on anything? Did um, we miss any titles you wanted to talk about? No, that's it. Like I covered what I wanted to. Okay. Sushi? So no, okay. Stop walking away from the mic. I'm not, We're not done yet. I'm not walking away. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show again. Yeah, it was thanks for asking. Great having you on. Thanks for being a better Vince. Yes. Oh God, I don't know about that. Oh, we do. We do. We have right. years of experience with this. All right. Tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's the easiest place at Sushi Geisha. Um, if you are a um, huge Fire Emblem fan. I've actually just fallen down that rabbit hole and I'm giving my life to the Thanks. Dust Dragon. So, so um, join me at Nanako Nor on um, Twitter. But I also have a podcast with Pizza Mate called Heroines of the Cherry Blossom and one with Smashy Smash called Chronicles of Nanako. There you go. Again, Thank you so much. You can find us at ForTheLore.com. Of course, you can find us on Twitter as well at ForTheLore. Individually, Joe is Loaders at J. I am Samodian. And Vince is Samodian. No, I am Zen Buddhist. He is Samodian. What did I say? I probably said it right and incorrect. How many myself. How many glasses of wine did you have? None. That's the problem, dude. <laughs> really? Seriously, that's the fucking you're, you're, problem. You are not the right amount of drunk. Fix this. I am sans med and wine. This is why I'm fucking up. Anyways, you Hell can also fuck. find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And with that, we will see you guys next week, possibly with Vince. All right, Sushi, thank you so much. Come back to the mic. We're not done. <laughs> we keep hearing you going away from the mic. You're, you're not fooling anybody. Oh, I just put it on mute because I feel bad. I don't want to. I don't want to give any background noise. It, trust <laughs> you have not listened to. You, this yeah, show. I was gonna say you've never listened to any of our shows. Then <laughs> you guys always seem very professional. Oh, so. we see. I would like see. it to be. <laughs> But we're often interrupted by dogs. <laughs> Chainsaws. It's okay. Cops coming to the door. I was like, God, you're such a nerd. Oh. Pot, have you met Kettle? I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I want like rocket launchers or like katana blades or something come out of my leg. Katana blades. Yeah. See, Sushi knows what's up. Yep. <laughs> oh, so hi, Sushi. I'm Hello, how are you? Sorry that I've been kind of just rude. like talking over you. Meanwhile, mine are currently hiding under Renee. 
I can send you some anime bullshit games if that. Totally send anime bullshit. I'm going to give you his address. <laughs> yes, we're we're total. I'm I'm in on this one. We're sending you anime bullshit games. <laughs> I wonder if they make Valhalla for the 3ds. Sushi, what is it about me that you don't like? <laughs> you can be honest because you've been gifting me bad. Horrible shit. Ali did that terrible encounter. That one was it, shit. It's Ali essentially the same as just taking a shovel to my face, is what you're doing. And I'm just wondering what it is that I've done to you that's so bad. Well, your I mean, reactions are just priceless. I mean, that's what. <laughs> one of these days, Roger, I'm going to buy you the Magical Pony game. Magical Pony game? Oh, one of those. What, what is that? Um, nope, Secret of, the, Secret of the Magic Crystals. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking it about. Was, it was foisted upon me at one point when I uh, joined uh, my WoW guild, and now I'm going to have to foist it upon you at some point. No, 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 that shit is between you and your guild. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 I'm not you. part of that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty in the background. I saw the message and I laughed. Of course, I'm not going to take it personally. I laughed and I put out the tweet, knowing full well, though, that it was in fact true. But I thought, he's going to come back to me. He's going to say no. So I actually went through the aim thing. And for a few days before my birthday, as well as the next day after, no messages at all. Now, here's the funny part. Okay, The funny part is that this happened while Karen was gone to help her brother, who was recovering from cancer surgery. So he was gone. And we were talking back and forth about that periodically and whatever else. And so the day after my birthday, we were chatting. And you were asking how I was doing because she'd been gone. I was saying, you know what? It was the first birthday yesterday in 22 years where we had not been together. Even after I said that, <laughs> there, was, there was no happy birthday. Wow, holy shit. So I'm a shitty friend. I'm sorry. So, and I went, maybe he says it later on in the conversation. He, I know he's a jackass, but he's not that insensitive. <laughs> and so I scrolled through the rest of the day. Nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> so I, you know what? I was justified in that little tweet I, I snipped. You know I just, I assumed I said something. I, I, wow. No, thank So there. I'm sorry. So I'm justified. I'm well, there's no, fuck, like, do I care? I'm laughing. <laughs> but it was true is what I'm getting at. That's all I care about is that yes, I was I'm right. I'm sorry that you were actually able to back this up with facts and, like, chat logs. That's what I'm sorry about. All right. Now I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast. And lastly, thanks to Manelli Jamal for the show's theme music.
We encourage everyone to check out his site, ManelliJamal.com, or find him on iTunes and help support this incredible musician by picking up his CDs. I thought that I was in heaven, but I was sure surprised. Heaven help me, I didn't see.